This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. From Ram Field, inside of StarTech Stadium, here at Madison High School in Mansfield, Ohio, it is time for week number nine of high school football around the state of Ohio. And uh, for the first time all year, we may have some weather issues tonight. It is, as it is uh, very dreary and dark and uh, the forecast is not looking promising, but uh, as of right now, no moisture in the air, and uh, it's a turf field here anyways tonight, so a little rain won't hurt, but the lightning's the big thing we got to watch for tonight. But it's time for Lexington and Madison here on the road as the Minutemen try to uh, clean up and uh, get a win here in their last home, or their last OCC matchup of the year, as next week against River Valley is a non-conference game. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And uh, over the last five years, actually, Lexington has dominated this uh, interconference rivalry, if you want to call it that, as the Minutemen have won the last five matchups by a combined score of 175 to 36, and the last two years combined have beaten Madison 70 to seven. Last year, the Minutemen won at home against Madison 28 to seven. And then the last time they came here to Ram Field, it was a 42 to nothing shutout and a great game for the Minutemen that year, a game in which Alex Green really dominated on uh, punt returns, of all things, which he was great at. But most of his yards that night were on punt returns, and he had one for a touchdown that night and almost broke a couple others. Uh, so a big special teams game that night, the last time the uh, Minutemen were here at Ram Field. And you look for more of that tonight as well as – the Minutemen just trying to put things together in all three facets of the game tonight and get a nice sound win here at Madison to end the uh, conference schedule. And, of course, looking ahead to potential uh, playoffs, uh, which would take place here in two weeks if the Minutemen were to make it, they have to win tonight. Uh, the recipe for the Minutemen getting into the playoffs involves them winning the next two games. And should they do that, they're pretty safely in. Uh, but if you lose tonight, of course, those playoff hopes take a big hit. And uh, then you'd have to win next week and hope for a bunch of other things to happen. But if they win tonight and next week, can pretty much chalk the Minutemen into the uh, 2021 playoffs. So we'll see if they rise to the occasion tonight and, uh, and come out uh, thirsty for some blood here at Madison. As I uh, want to point out a couple of Interesting uh, statistics I've uh, I've uh, been looking over this week as uh, we're heading into week nine. And these are full season stats. Uh, Cole Pauley is just, uh, I think I want to say, yes, 19 yards away. He can pass. He can run. However he gets those 19 yards, he will officially be in the 1,000 all-purpose yards category for the season, which would put him uh, – as the second minute man to do so this year. Carson Berry, of course, a couple of weeks ago got 1,000 all-purpose yards. Um, and then also uh, we're looking at rushing tonight, potentially, Nick, uh, for the minute men. Carson Berry with 961 rushing yards on the year. He needs 39 tonight to reach that 1,000-yard mark for the season. So the minute men with a big offensive night here could really start uh, achieving some of these big goals um, and, of course, you want to see him score points. And that's another thing, Nick, that segues me into 
what we've talked about all year, Minutemen have started off hot just about every single game. They've outscored their opponents in the first quarter 63-35 to this year. But it's the middle of the game, the second and third quarter, where they've been outscored uh, by about 50 points in both of those quarters combined. But then in the fourth quarter, they always seem to bounce back. So the first and fourth quarter are where the Minutemen have done a lot of their damage this year, but the middle of the game there uh, has, has been what's hurt the Minutemen, Nick. And what do you think, why, what is the contributing factor to sort of that pattern we've seen this year? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Maybe just the defense making some adjustments midway through the game. But, I mean, like you said, the momentum normally should carry through the first half into the into halftime or whatever else. But for some reason, the second and third quarter just seems to be the plague for the Minutemen. They seem to turn it on too late and start up too too quickly. But you can never have too quick of a start, uh, especially coming over here to Madison who's had a struggling defense. They've, they've had some success early on in games, but it seems to be later down the line is when this Madison defense starts to kind of fall apart, and hopefully that's the case tonight, and Lex can come out here with a big win. Madison, by the way, 0-6 on the year, 0-4 in the conference. Uh, they will play Mansfield Senior next week, so their conference schedule is not over yet. Uh, but as I mentioned a few moments ago, this is Lexington's last OCC game of the year. Uh, so their last chance to uh, put another win in that W column uh, is tonight in the conference. And uh, they come in at 2-6, and 1-4 in the OCC. The uh, Ram marching band down off to our right here with about four and a half minutes to go until kickoff. We are in the away press box uh, up in the second floor here overlooking the Lexington crowd. And uh, not, a, not a bad little student section has come over tonight, and uh, that will continue filling in, I'm sure, um, not a great crowd from the Lex fans, but uh, it happens. It's Madison. Uh, it's always kind of a, a, for whatever reason, not a lot of people travel over here very well. Um, I'm not sure why that is, but the Madison crowd filling in quite nicely. They've got a nice student section down yeah. over to their right as well. So um, even though Madison is in town here and they're kind of right in the backyard of Lexington, it just it always seems like this is – a, like a true road game for Lexington for whatever reason. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, if it does rain, which it looks like it's going to, the turf uh, will at least prevent uh, some of the problems that the real grass, natural grass, would cause. But really what we're looking for tonight is the lightning delay. And I would not be surprised if that happens. As Nick, I'm already seeing lightning over in the distance. Um, but I don't think it's extremely visible. And we've got a better eye of it from up here in the press box than the referees do down on the field, but certainly they'll be uh, looking out for that tonight as it is very windy tonight, uh, so that might also play a factor regardless of how much rain we get. Uh, the wind is definitely picking up here as the evening goes on for whatever reason. Minutemen took a big hit this week as their center, Aiden Nickel, uh, suffered an injury in practice, may not be back the rest of the year, so... The Minutemen are going to have to uh, try to replace him, and we'll watch that tonight to see if there's any snap issues as the Minutemen pretty much exclusively go in the pistol, and when they're not in the pistol, they do drop back into the shotgun occasionally. So those snaps tonight are going to have to be clean from the Minutemen. As we're about two and a half minutes away from kickoff, let's get you uniforms real quick, brought to you by a material girl. In times like these, shopping online has become a necessity. Thankfully, there's a Material Girl. A Material Girl is a locally owned women's boutique where there's something for everyone. 
AMG specializes in hand-picked women's clothing at an affordable price. Check out fashionbyamg.com. That's fashionbyamg.com. Lexington tonight going with this slick. I love these unis, Nick. The all-white road uniforms. They'll go with the white jerseys, purple letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim. They'll have the white pants, block L on the left hip, and the purple helmets with the gold stripe down the middle and the block L on the left side, player numbers on the right side. Madison going with the home green uniforms, or the green jerseys, I should say, with white letters and numbers, white trim. They've got the white pants, and they've got that Madison uh, green and silver logo with the ram uh, horns on either side. So the all-white uniforms from Lex, green and white from Madison. Madison will kick off to start tonight's game. Both teams are on the field, but we've got a minute and a half until we're allowed to kick off. So we're going to be standing here awkwardly uh, twiddling our thumbs for a, f a few moments here. Nick, what are your keys tonight to get this win? Well, I mean, especially with how the wind is whipping around, rain potentially on the way, Lex has really got to – they're going to have to establish the run game very early on. I mean, you have plenty of running backs to do it. you got Jordan Byrice, Carson Berry, I mean, Hudson Moore, Corbin Green. I mean, they're all capable of taking running snaps. I mean, even Cole, we've seen him get involved in the running game here as of late. So, I mean, you really just got to establish that run game, and once you get it rolling, just keep the keep the pedal down. You got to – there's no reason to be conservative here. The, these last two games are extremely important if you want to make any chance to the playoff. So this is obviously the first stop on that on that two-game span here where we absolutely have to win. So, I, I mean, it's a must-win or, or we're not going to be playing in week 11. Absolutely. And I have done the math statistically. Lexington, if they win the next two games, they're in the playoffs. If they win tonight, lose next week, their playoff uh, hopes take a significant hit. If they lose tonight and then beat River Valley, they still have a good chance of making the playoffs. So there's several scenarios here. But obviously, if you lose both, you're out. And certainly... I uh, don't believe the Minutemen will do that. And this is a Minuteman ball club, too. If they get in as like a 10 or 11 seed, this is not a team I would want to be playing in the first round. Because they've shown this year they're capable of beating anybody on the schedule, but their record just does not reflect that. As the Rams will get set to kick it off, Travis Jamison will set it up on the tee at the 40-yard line just off to our right. He's going to kick it from north to south, right to left as we see it. Back to return for the Minutemen, Caden Eichler, Jordan Byrice, Corbin Green. And it's a squib kick, and we're underway from Ram Field, and nobody from the uh, Lexington return team is trying to pick it up, and it eventually Byrice comes up and jumps on it oh my. right at the 30. This is a scary kickoff there, Nick, as nobody seemed to want the ball. Yeah. So Minutemen do get it. They get it at the 30, good field position. And the offense getting set to come out. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Glad to have you along tonight here from StarTech Stadium at Madison High School. And as we get deeper into the season, Nick, lights are already bright tonight, especially with the dark clouds overhead. The sun is virtually gone already here at kickoff. Minutemen come out first and 10 from their own 30. Cole Pauley's going to be in the pistol. He's got two split off to the left. 
He sends a man in motion, takes the snap. He'll give Carson Berry off the left side, 35-40. He's got a first down, trucks the guy and gets out to the 43-yard line. Gain of 13 right away for Carson Berry. And now he's only 26 away from 1,000 on the year. And he might get that on this drive. And that first play, Nick, I mean, it's only been one play, but the yeah. hole he had was gaping. Set the tone early if he, on. If, he, if the line can do that all night, this, this game could be fun to watch for Carson and the running back core. First and 10, they gave him the 42 on that last play. Cole Polly out in the single back pistol this time. Two split off to the left, one to the right. He'll send Baden Forp in motion from right to left. Carson Berry behind Polly. First and 10, takes the snap. He'll fake the give. He's going to bootleg right. He's got a man wide open. It's Kate Eichler at the 50. He's going to try to get down the sideline, and he's pushed out of bounds. But he got the first down at the Ram 44-yard line, gain of 14. Yeah, I like that little play action right off the bat. Get Cole out of out in space, and, I mean, Caden was wide open. Ran wide little, open. Yeah, he ran a little pivot route, no one around him. So two plays early here for the Minutemen and two first downs already. One running, one passing. They'll bring out Mason Thomas to the right. Eichler and A.J. Young split off to the left. Baden four up the tight end motions. Cole Polly in the single back pistol from the Ram 44-yard line. First and 10, he takes the snap. He gives, and it's Byrice this time off the left side. He'll get a couple, maybe three, and he didn't think he was down. He came out of the pile still running, uh, but they'll mark him down at the 42, a gain of two. So the Minutemen, that was their shortest play of the night so far. They've only run three plays, but... <laughs> Before that, they had gotten two first downs on two plays. That time they get two yards, second and eight. Caden Eichler splits off to the left with Mason Thomas right up close to the line, though. Baden four up the tight end. Cole Polly in the pistol. Corbin Green on his right hip. Carson Berry behind him. He'll send a man in motion. Takes the snap. Give. Berry up the middle. He's to the 40. Still trying to squeak through a hole. Gets to the 38. A gain of four. He'll set up third and four. Yeah, he almost squeaked out of that tackle. He just got brought down by his ankle. He would have picked up first down and probably some more. And, Nick, the wind is just starting to whip around here. Yeah, see the and flag. the sky is getting darker and darker down to our southwest. Going to be for, in for an interesting night, I think. Mm -hmm. So third and three, they actually gave him five on that last one. This will be the first little bit of adversity the offense has seen tonight so far. Third and three. Pauly in the pistol. Too wide to the left. He sends Thomas in motion. He will give. Carson Berry, he's going to get through a hole, and he gets the first down out near the 32. And one of these times, Nick, he's going to break right through there and take off. Well, and I'm just waiting for them to hand the jet sweep motion as well. I mean, they're going to keep running this motion with the, with the dive, and then they're going to hit him quickly with that jet motion. Could be a good play. 9.30 to go, first quarter. Minutemen on their first drive of the ball game, down to the Madison 32 now. Cole Pauly's going to come out in the pistol again. Eichler off to the right, Mason Thomas to the left. Baden Forup in there at the tight end spot. Pauly takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to bootleg again to the right. Now he looks back to the left. He's got a man. It is Caden Eichler caught at the 20, down the far sideline. He's got the first down, out of bounds at the 12. Yeah, they're really liking that play action here early on. This time Cole rolled out to his right side and threw it across the field to the left and had Caden Eichler wide open. It looks like Madison, they're in zone there, so they didn't, there was no one around him. 
Gain of 20 there for Cade Nykler. He's got two catches already on this first drive. And that time, Nick, they ran the bootleg right, but he threw back across his body to the left. We haven't really seen that this year yet. Nice play there, and Eichler again wide open. First and 10 from the 12, minute men in the red zone. They'll send one off to the right, one to the left. Pauly in the pistol. He takes, he gives. Carson Berry off the right side, 10, trying to bounce to the outside. He's to the five, and he's tackled down at the two, but he might have got a first down. And he did get the first down at the two, so now they've got four chances to get it in here. They've only got to go two yards. Great run there by Carson. And he almost broke that thing to the outside. Probably a step away from getting into the end zone. First and ten. First and goal, I should say, from the two. So first and goal from the two. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Sends a man in motion. And we're going to have offside on the Rams there. That'll be an encroachment, a dead ball encroachment. So they'll mark it off half the distance to the one. Simple math, even Ernie can do. <laughs> Two minus one is one. <laughs> we are crammed up in this press box. It's going to be a fun night, by the way. If you're listening at home, this is uh, the smallest press box we've ever been in. First and goal from the one. Cole Pauly brings him out. He's going to go pistol with two wide to the left. Carson Berry, Corbin Green in there with him. Sends a man in motion, takes the snap, give. Carson Berry off the left side, trying to uh, bounce it way outside, and he's going to be brought down at the one he just oh, couldn't. man. Man, he used every inch of the field he to sure try to did. get out there. And he was tackled at the one-inch line. I oh. mean, my goodness, he used every inch of that field, Nick, and got over to the sideline and pushed out of bounds. He kind of got tackled out of bounds. Just shy. They'll give him the one-yard line. That's... Yeah, nice. That's a good spot for Madison, to be honest. Yeah. He was on the one-inch line. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that was a great job for Madison to stretch the play all the way out yeah. there. They, they were able to keep contain. So we'll try it again. Second and goal from the one. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Two left. Mason Thomas and Eichler sends Thomas in motion. They will give Carson Berry up the middle, Ooh. and he's stuffed again. Man. Just off that left side. He might have lost one. Yeah, they filled that hole quickly. So we'll see what the Minutemen do here. Third and goal from the one. This is four down territory, you'd oh, think, Nick. Clearly, I mean, you yes. got to go for it here. Yes. Well, it's kind of odd, though. We marched right down the field. <laughs> and then when we got to the one, that's when we kind of started sputtering. That's Madison decided to turn it on a little bit. Because, I mean, obviously, they're going to have – I mean, I'm sure we're going to run here. Third and goal from the one. Cole Pauly in the pistol. One split off to each side. He takes the snap. He gives. Carson Berry, this time is. he's in right up the middle. Touchdown, Minutemen. And Carson with number 15 on the year. And he closed the gap on that 1,000-yard mark on the season quite a bit on the first drive. And uh, with any luck here, he'll have it in the first half tonight. He needed 39 yards coming in. He got 33 on the first drive. So Carson Berry six yards away from 1,000 on the year now. And the Minutemen lead it 6-0. A.J. Young on to attempt the extra point. Cole Pauly will hold. Snap is a good one. The hold is a good one. And the kick is right down the middle for A.J. Young. And A.J., if you're keeping track at home, is uh, 
14 for 15 on extra points now. I believe the one he missed was a bad snap. And he had to kind of just kick it before the ball was up on the tee and it got blocked. Something to note as well, Miniman took five minutes off the clock on this opening drive. <clears throat> so 7.04 to go, yeah, if they first can, quarter. If they can own the possession like that, the defense here can get a quick stop, get a quick three and out, get the ball back to the offense. And more importantly, you want the clock to run before the lightning shows yeah. up. Ooh, I may have just seen a lightning bolt. Nope. That one, they're getting a little bit bigger by the minute here. Thankfully, none of the referees were looking. So A.J. Young has been given the football. He gets it up on the tee. Scotty Roush is going to have to come. Oh, I thought maybe they were going to pull him over to hold it up on the tee for him, but no, he's just giving him some advice here. They may try to squib this, Nick. I don't think this is going to be just a regular kickoff the way Scotty Roush came up and just said something to A.J. As A.J. gives the signal. And he runs up, and he does squib it down the near sideline. It's going to be taken, and it's fumbled, and it's going to go back into the end zone. Brooks is going to have to oh, I thought he let it go. It. He touched it, but they're going to say it was a Ooh, touchback. Wow. I, that def it definitely He touched appeared. the ball. Yeah, it sure did. And it rolled backwards into the end zone. Now, under the new rule, of course, you can call a fair catch, but I didn't think you could touch it into the end zone. Well, no. I mean, that's a, that's a fumble. I mean. Huh. Oh, man, Madison got away with one well, there. Nobody on the Lex sideline seems <laughs> yeah. to be upset about it. But I mean, obviously, you can let it hit and roll into the end zone, sure. but I didn't think you could touch it mm -mm. into the end zone and then let it go. Live ball. That was interesting. I don't know about that one. So the Rams come out under center, and they'll give it off the right side over the 20 and out to about the 21, and that is Lucas Warren for the Rams. Yeah, and Madison comes out here in this weird-looking, I wouldn't say it a wishbone, but it's just kind of it's under center, and there's three backs right in a line right behind the quarterback, about a yard back from the quarterback's butt. It's a weird variation of the triple option, but I'm sure that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and they do come out with those three backs, the th three running backs right behind the uh, quarterback who's under center there. They do it again. One split off to the right. It's Brooks. And under uh, center is Cam Coon. And again, up the middle, no gain there for the Rams. And maybe a yard. Third and seven coming up already from Addison. This would be huge for the Minutemen to yeah. get the ball back to that offense and the defense. Doesn't have to do a whole lot. If they can get this three and out, just plug up the middle. Hunter Hutchison on that last carry, by the way. So here we go already for the Minutemen defense. Big play here. They can get themselves off the field in a hurry and get the ball back to that red-hot offense. As coming out again, Cam Coon going to go under center with those three H-backs behind him. Takes the snap. They'll hand it to one of the three, and that's going up the middle for two yards. Third and – it's going to be fourth and five. Hunter Hutchison again. Yeah, I mean, that's Nick, exactly what you want. I'm sure this works for some high school teams, but – 
watching this every week would uh, oh, would man, be painful. Brutal. <laughs> Run it up the middle every play with three halfbacks and get two yards a gain. Third and five, Rams will punt. And Hutchison gets it away. It's going to be taken by Eichler at the 49. He's to the 50. He's to the 45 coming near side 40. And he kind of ran out of room there as he runs out of bounds at the 38. Return of 13, though, for Caden Eichler. And the Minutemen have great field position on the Madison side of the field at the 38-yard line. And, and for as short as that possession seemed to be, Madison still almost ate up two and a half minutes. <laughs> On a three and out. <laughs> On a three-play drive. I mean, it's going to be a battle in the trenches. I think we knew that coming in, though. Well, they gave him the 36 on that, Nick, so a 15-yard return for Caden Eichler. Minutemen with great field position. Eichler split off to the left. Thomas off to the right. Corbin Green on the left hip of Cole Pauley, who's in the pistol. Carson Berry behind him. They'll take the snap. Cole look uh, back to pass, looking for Mason Thomas down the near sideline to the 20. And that's a gain of 16 as Cole just took the snap, took one step backwards and flung it out here. And Mason Thomas was wide open. Yeah, I think he might have had, uh, I think I believe that was Baden Forp right there running down the seam too. They were both open. So Carson Berry will come off. Jordan Byrice on this time. Scotty Roush also comes onto the field for the Minutemen. And they'll send two to the left, two to the right. And the single back pistol. Cole Pauley with Jordan Byrice behind him. First and 10 from the Ram 20. Takes the snap. He's going to give Byrice dancing around and eventually goes up the middle. It was kind of a counter there, Nick, a little bit. He kind of started going left, cut back up the middle and got four yards. Second and six coming up for the Minutemen. Inside the red zone. At the 16-yard line. Minutemen still in the huddle here, and Cole Pauley breaks it. Mason Thomas going to split off far to the left side, way out there to the left. Caden Eichler off to the right. Baden four up the tight end on the left side. Cole Pauley in the pistol, and he takes the snap. He's back to pass, looking near side. Got his man, it's Eichler again, down to the five. First down, Minutemen. Man, and these Madison corners, I mean, they're playing very far off right now. So, this, I mean, these are just easy pitch and catches from, from Cole right now. He's really slinging it. 3.30 to go, first quarter, Minutemen up 7-0, to zero, and now they have the ball first and goal at the Madison four-yard line already. Man, they're not wasting any time marching the ball Absolutely down the field not. tonight. Got to give credit to that defense, too, forcing a three and out right away, keep the red-hot offense on the field. It's like the offense didn't even leave the field. First and goal from the four-yard line. Mason Thomas splits off to the left, Caden Eichler in, off to the right. Cole Pauley in the pistol, takes the snap. It's a low snap. He's got to give. Carson Berry off the left side. It's wide open. He goes in for a touchdown. 16 on the year now, second of the night. Carson Berry racking up the yards. And I believe, Nick, how many yards does he have on the night? Let's double check. He'll be close. Carson Berry now on the night with 37 yards. He needs two more for 1,000. Only got four yards on that drive, but <laughs> one of them was for a four-yard touchdown. It was his only carry. Extra point by A.J. Young is blocked at wow. the line. As getting up there and getting a hand on it was Tatum Turcott. 
And it's 13 to nothing, Minutemen. Only the second missed extra point of the year by AJ, but both misses have been blocked. And that was a great job on that, la on that last touchdown play. I mean, it was a low snap, and Cole's able to do a great job to handle it and still get it up to Carson, who really, I mean, there was no one around him. It was a perfectly blocked play, and Carson could have walked into the end zone. So, Nick, 3.26 to go here. Now, do you and think Lex will squib again here? They may. With the wind the way it is tonight, even if you get the wind to your back, it might knock the ball down a little right. bit. It might kind of force it down. This wind is just. Well, and there's just a lot of dead space. I mean, there's yeah. about 25-yard gap between each uh, each Madison Ram line. So if AJ's able to sink it right in between, like, the 40, the 35-yard line, it, it could be dangerous if if Scotty Roush can get there. When the last squib kick was so strong by A.J. that it went off a Ram player and still made it through the end zone. We'll see what he does here as A.J.'s got it teed up at the 40. Minutemen lead it 13 to nothing. 3.26 to go first quarter. He runs up, and he does pop it up just like Nick said, and the Minutemen are out there, and they're going to, I believe, get it, Nick. And they do! Minutemen get the football! A little pop-up onside kick down the far sideline. Minutemen recover, and I think it might have been Scotty Roush. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was just—I mean, it's just a huge twenty-yard gap between each Madison Ram line. So why not try it? And that is exactly what Nick said. The Minutemen should have done there, and they did it perfectly AJ just put that thing right on the sideline in the dead space and Nick we talked about this in the pregame this is a game you you don't want to mess around you yeah. just want to come out and punch Madison in the mouth and so far Lexington has done that and we have a timeout Madison as they're not lined up and organized here to start this Lex drive Lexington will have the football at the Madison 33 my goodness Since their first drive, Lexington hasn't had the football in their own end yet. No. Other than when Madison kicked it off and the Minutemen had to start at their own 30. That lasted about two plays, and since then they've been on the Madison side of the field exclusively. And Madison has only had the football once, and they ran for five yards. I mean, Madison's gonna, if they're going to have to figure it out here. If, if Lex can get up three scores right out the gate, I mean – that three-back offense is not going to be how you get back in this game. Nope. If you're a Lex fan listening at home right now, this is exactly what you wanted. A, a chance to go up by 20 already in the first quarter against a team that really has no passing threat. Lexington comes out. They'll have two split off way far to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol, first and 10 from the 33, takes the snap, he's back to pass, he's looking, he's looking, he's going to roll right, he's still rolling right, and he tries to dump it off, the ball was tipped back to Cole, who caught his own pass, and he's going to get positive yardage out of it. He's going to get a yard, I believe, or maybe <laughs> back to the line of scrimmage. I think they're just going to give him the line of scrimmage, but... Well, Nick, I said he needed 19 <laughs> all-purpose yards tonight. 
That would have been one of them, but they didn't give him any yards. They gave him the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Imagine had he caught that and ran for 20 yards, then he would have had over 1,000 all-purpose yards catching his own pass. Yeah. 3-12 to go, first quarter. Minutemen come out second and 10. Mason Thomas split off far to the left. Caden Eichler in the slot left. Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the left side, bounces through a little seam there and gets over the 30, and he'll get to the 28. And that officially puts Carson Berry over the 1,000 all-purpose yardage mark this year. Or is that the rushing? Or rushing, excuse me. He was already over 1,000 all-purpose. Now he's over 1,000 rushing on the year. Heck of a season. So two milestones for Carson. And actually, Nick, Cole's thrown for well over 19 yards, so we'll congratulate Cole Pauley on 1,000 all-purpose yards this year. He's got two split off to the right in the pistol. Third and five. They'll send Mason Thomas in motion, but they'll give Carson Berry off the left side, and he just couldn't break that tackle at the line of scrimmage. He did manage to fall forward, though. I think he got to the 26. He did get two. Fourth and three coming up, and with the wind the way it is, A.J. might come out here. He's... He's got the T. Talking to the coach, Coach Gerhardt. Glad to have him back on the sideline this week as well. Yep, he had to take two weeks off. Looks like they're going to go, keep the offense out there. And they will go for it. Fourth and four officially. Off to the right, Mason Thomas. Kate Eichler right up on the line, split off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Fourth and four, takes the snap. They'll fake the give. He's going to bootleg to the right, throws. He's got his man. It's Corbin Green. He's to the 20, lowers his shoulder, and actually didn't quite make it to the 20. He got to the 21, but still good enough for a first down. And like I was talking to you before the game, it's nice to see Corbin get involved more in the passing game as of late. I mean, the last couple weeks, he's really been getting involved in the in the play calling, and it's been really successful. Well, and we were talking before the game tonight, Nick, about how if you're a defensive back, you don't want to tackle Corbin Green in the open field. So getting him out there in that slot position mm-hmm. or even you know when they line up in the pistol, if he comes out of the backfield to try to catch a ball, he can just be so dangerous out in the open field. Minutemen have it first and 10 at the Ram 21-yard line, two split off to the right, Cole Pauly in the pistol. And there was movement there, but I didn't see who. They're going to get a false start on the Minutemen. So that'll back him up first and 15. And this, Nick, is where the Minutemen have struggled, is plays after they get a penalty. I would say I don't have this stat. It would be an interesting one to know. But in the play leading or the, the play following a penalty, the Minutemen have to be negative yardage this year. It seems like any time they get a penalty on offense, they end up getting sacked on the next play or something bad goes wrong. So hopefully not this time. First and 15, Thomas off to the left, Eichler off to the right, Cole Pauly in the pistol from the 26. Takes the snap, he's back to pass. He's looking down the near sideline into the end zone, and it's well out of the end zone as he had Baden Forp, I thought, yeah. down the middle of the field, but he was looking at Caden Eichler and Nick. Let the me, rain starting to come down here at Madison. Let me tell you, the, the seams have been wide open right now. Madison really, they're just playing quarters, it seems like. They're just hugging the, the far outsides, but the seams are wide open. Second and 15. And like I said, the rain is coming down a little bit here, but the cl- the, the sky right above us seems to be opening up a little bit, but off in the distance, it is just dark, darker by the minute. And, of course, the sun's going down too, but storms are headed our way. 
42 seconds left, first quarter. Gopali's going to have two to the right. In the pistol, sends a man in motion, takes the snap. They'll give it a jet sweep off the left side, 25, and to the 23 for the Minutemen off the left side was Jackson Wyndham. And looking at the radar here, it is nearly upon us. Maybe not any lightning, Severe. though. It might just be annoying We're rain. definitely going to get some... Heavy rain here shortly at StarTech Field. Hopefully no lightning. Can play in the rain, just no lightning. And the Minutemen, that's going to be the end of the first quarter as they let the clock run down here. So when we come back, they'll have it third and 12 at the Ram 23. But for now, the Minutemen lead it 13-0. They look great in the first quarter. We'll see if they can carry that over to the second quarter on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Start of the second quarter here, the Minutemen driving, but they face a little adversity. Third and 12 at the Ram 23-yard line. The Minutemen lead it 13 to nothing. Here at Star Tech Stadium, Ram Field on the campus of Madison High School. Minutemen come out. Three to the right. It's Thomas, Crago, and Corbin Green off to the right. Caden Eichler, Scotty Roush split off to the left. No, that's A.J. Young off to the left. Five wide for Cole Pauley, who's in the shotgun, third and 12. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking near side. A.J. Young caught a little screen play, 20, 15, and he makes a move down to the 10, down to the 7, as he kind of had a nice little cutback there, got the first down. Well, that was a good wrinkle because they had it set up like they'd been running that uh, the far side bubble screen to Corbin, and then they threw it to the backside to A.J. on the same screen. And that'll put the Minutemen down. I said originally the 7. It looks like there's a penalty, too. Well, yeah, the Minutemen are moving back here, it looks like, maybe. I didn't see a flag, but. There might have been some extra stuff after the whistle. Oh, yeah. Yep, there is a flag out of bounds at the seven-yard line, way out of bounds. Yep, looks like it's going to be on Lex. Unsportsmanlike. Unsportsmanlike. So maybe a sideline thing? I don't know. Maybe there was a taunting or so it was on AJ. It was on AJ Young who caught the ball and ran down the field, but it's near. You know what though? The flag did come down right where he landed, so yeah. maybe he got up maybe talking a, a little smack, or, yeah, saying whatever. the wrong thing. So the Minutemen will still get the first down, but it's going to be back, at the, back to the twenty-three, yeah. which is actually, I believe, where it just was, Nick. <laughs> So they'll mark it off from the end of the play. 
First and 10, Minutemen at the 23-yard line. One split off to the right, one left. Pauly takes the pistol snap. He fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to have to throw, and he gets it to Corbin Green, 25. Makes a move, 20, and he fights down to about the 16-yard line. A good gain as Cole Pauly was getting drugged down as he threw that ball. So Minutemen lucky to get anything there. But a nice play to get that thing out of there to Corbin, still, who got seven yards. Yeah, let's say still a gain of seven. So second and three now for the Minutemen at the Rams' 16-yard line again into the red zone. Just under 11 minutes to go, second quarter. Minutemen up 13-0. Eichler off to the right, but close up to the line. They'll send Wyndham off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol with Corbin Green and Carson Berry. Takes the snap. He gives off the left side. Berry trying to get past the line of scrimmage, but he's bottled up by a bunch of Rams there. Like three or four Rams in on that play. And it'll set up again, Nick, third down. Third and three coming up for the Minutemen. They'll give Carson the line of scrimmage on that last carry. So no gain, third and three. Well, and you're definitely in field goal range here as well for A.J. But One thing you can't do here is turn it over. Anything else is, is okay. You want to see a touchdown, though. One split off to each side, third and three. Cole Pauly in the pistol. He takes the snap. He's back to pass, looking near sideline, and he just overshoots. Caden Eichler, it's going to be fourth down. Just off the hands as Eichler had to jump up there and try to catch that one. And that's a tough throw to make, too. Cole all the way on the right hash, throwing it yep. all the way outside the numbers pretty much on the far sideline. So, I mean, definitely not an easy pass to make, but still had some zing on it. So fourth and three, A.J. Young will come on to attempt a field goal. He's two for four on the year, as long as 40. This one, though, going to be 33-yarder. We'll mark it down at the 23, but on the far hash. So a little bit of a difficult one here the wind, for A.J. Wind just now stopping pretty much. Just kind of swaying around. Cole Pauly takes the snap, gets it down. It's a great hold, and the field goal is up, and it is good Drilled it. for A.J. Young. A 33-yarder. He's three for five on the year now and gives the Minutemen a 16 to nothing lead here at Ram Field on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Now we're trying to figure out here if we're going to get any rain tonight. I don't think the Mother Nature has made up its mind yet. Right above us, there's a clearing in the sky, and all around us, it is pitch black. But right now, it doesn't really matter because the Minutemen are up 16-0. to And really, any type of conditions tonight with a 16-0 to lead benefit the Minutemen. If it wants to rain, it can rain all it wants. Minutemen will just run the football. 
Up 16-0, A.J. Young getting set to kick it off, and he runs up, and he squibs it again, and we off might sides. have an offside yeah. on one of the uh, Minuteman uh, kick team members. Getting a little lancy there to try to get up and recover another one. And Nick, <laughs> it seems like Madison hasn't even had the football tonight. They've had I know three it. offensive plays. They've only I had three for five yards. I know. I mean, I, I was just thinking in my head, I mean, this is potentially only Madison's second possession that they're about to get. Now, this will be interesting here because if you try another squib slash onside kick, you could give Madison good field position. But with that penalty, you got to back up five yards. So A.J. Young, it's probably out of his range to get a touchback here. This will be an interesting kickoff decision for the Minutemen as A.J. is walking off his steps. 9.45 to go, second quarter. Minutemen up 16-0. to zero. A.J. will kick this one much harder. Still a squib, though, and it's going to be taken by the Rams from the 15 to the 20, coming near side 25, and the Minutemen bottle him up. And get him. It was Phil Stupka there on the return. There Ten are, yards. I'll see, there's about three or four Minutemen that all just ganged up on him and took him down. So the Rams, for just the second time tonight, will have the football. And we've got 9.37 to go in the second quarter. It's incredible. They've only run three offensive plays in 18 minutes of football for five yards. They have the ball at the 25-yard line to start this drive, coming out to run things. I'm going to have to try to re-memorize the Rams' offense. I've forgotten all their players. Cam Coon in the shotgun this time, first time tonight. He's got three off to the left, and one Ball of the Rams' start. receivers went early there. So Madison going to have to back up five yards. As for the first time tonight, they go in the shotgun. Of course, they haven't had many chances to go in the <laughs> shotgun yet. The next time they actually get a clean snap off without a penalty, it'll only be the fourth play of the night for the Rams offense. That's crazy. That is unbelievable. <laughs> Minutemen just uh, not letting them have the football. And especially if Madison's going to try and come out here and pass, this wind is starting to whip around a little bit more, so that's just going to be another factor to make it more difficult. So back into the shotgun again, Kuhn with two left, one right. Sends a man in motion, it's Isaac Brooks. They'll take the shotgun snap, and it's not a clean one. He has to jump on it as Kuhn has to fall down on it. Back at the 12. So now they've had, with that loss, Nick, that's a loss of eight. The Rams have run four plays for negative three yards. Oh. Third, or excuse me, second and 22 coming up for the Rams. And the Minutemen came ready to play tonight. They are just suffocating Madison. And the Minutemen just look comfortable. Yeah. They I mean, just look like they're ready to just fly up and make a hit. As the Rams come out, they'll go under center this time. Second and 22. They'll pitch it out to the left. It's Brooks. He's trying to get the edge 15 and down at the 20, but we've got a hold on Madison. It's coming back. That would have been an eight-yard gain for Isaac Brooks there off the little sweep pitch off to the left. But instead, we've got a hold on one of the receivers out there for the Rams. And another penalty 
So, so far on this drive, Madison has had a penalty, a bad snap they had to fall on, which you could chalk up as a tackle for loss for the Minutemen, and then another penalty. And this penalty will pin Madison deep. I mean. And I mentioned it in the (laughs) pregame show, Nick. The Madison game two years ago here was all Alex Green punt returns. I mean, if you go back and watch the highlight, it was just Alex Green running past people, but it was largely due to the fact that Madison was pinned deep in their own end and he was returning them from the 50. Yeah. Oh, they're actually seeing a block below the knees. So with that penalty, the Rams move back to the seven. The seven-yard line. So it's second now and 28 from the seven. Well, at this rate, if you're Lexington, you just got to stay at home. Yeah, stay home. Stay honest here. Nothing deep. Just stay over the top. Kuhn going to go in the shotgun. One left, two right. Takes the snap. He's going to roll right. He's looking right. He's being chased by Minutemen. He throws, and it is caught out at the 12, and a great hit out of bounds by Corbin Green. Man, he (laughs) laid a licking down there on Phil Stupka. Third down, though, third and long coming up for the Rams. And the wind again just swirling around this stadium. I mean, it seems like you can feel a thunderstorm coming on at any moment, and then it just nothing happens. And the wind goes away, and the sky clears up for a minute, and then the wind comes back. Third and 17 for the Rams at the 18-yard line. Kuhn takes the snap. He rolls left. He's going to throw left, and he's got a man at Stupka, and he caught it and dropped it at the 50. Wow, it was in his hands. Sure was. That was a great ball. Corbin was over there. Sure was. But had had Stupka caught that, that might have been a touchdown. I think Corbin might have got his hand in there too. Fourth down and 17 coming up for the Rams, and Coach Hammy listening tonight from Lucas. As he had to go see his – his alma mater, yeah. Fort, La- uh, Fort Loramie. They came up here to play the Cubs tonight, and Lucas up 14 to nothing, he just texted me. But, of course, Hammy listening, as he should be, to the Lexington football team here. And a bad snap, might have, or a bad uh, punt, excuse me, might have been tipped, and it's going to be maybe a 10-yard punt out of bounds for the Rams. And this is going to set up tremendous oh, field position for the Minutemen at the 27-yard line. Yeah, I think it might have been tipped. That's what I think it you're appeared. right, Nick. A couple of, couple of Minutemen were in there. I think Cohen Moore was the one that got through and got his hand on it. My goodness. The Minutemen going to have it again deep in Madison territory at the 27-yard line. Polly comes out in the pistol, two split off to the left, first and ten. He sends Mason Thomas in motion, takes the snap. They'll give Corbin Green up the middle. He's through a hole, and he's still fighting and gets tripped up over the 20 out to the 18-yard line near a first down, gain of nine. Tough running from the Minutemen right away. Get that clock rolling. 16-0 lead. The way your defense is playing tonight, I mean, this is just exactly what you wanted. If you're a Minutemen fan. Second and one. Cole Pauly in the pistol with two split off to the left. He sends Carter Newman in motion. Takes the snap. He'll give Byrice off the left side. Trying to bounce outside. He's to the 15. Cuts back inside 10. And he's fighting down to the five. 
Great run by Jordan Byrice. Gives the Minutemen a first down. We, get, we do have a flag, though, back here at the 20. This may be coming back. I didn't see it. I don't know what it is tonight, Nick, if it's the shadows, the way the lights come down on this field. I'm just not seeing the flags when they're thrown tonight. And it might have just been on the back side of the play, too. So it was on the Minutemen. It'll push him back to the 29-yard line. I didn't see the call, though. Was it holding? Must have been. And it was. So we'll uh, push the Minutemen back here and make it second and, well, second and, second and 12, it yeah. looks like, on the field. Second and 12 from the 29-yard line. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Carter Newman split off to the right. Caden Eichler off to the left. Pauly takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking. He's got a man. It is. Well, it was Caden Eichler, but Baden Forp was wide open. I thought that's where he was going with it. Man, Baden was wide yeah, open out there. He's been At about open. the 23-yard line, yeah, he would have been gone. He's been open quite a bit tonight so far. Well, now I thought that's where he was going, yep. Nick, and then the ball kind of went down the middle of the field instead of out to the sideline, and Caden Eichler couldn't bring it in. Third and 11 all of a sudden. Third and 12, excuse me. All of a sudden for Lexington here. As it looked like they were going to be down to the five on that by rice run. Now it's third and 11 from the 29. As Cole Pauly sends Newman off to the right, Eichler off to the left, and the pistol again. Big play here. Takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to look. He's going to have to roll right. Dumps it off Corbin Green, 30. He's trying to make a move, and he gives a stiff arm, 25, and he's forced out of bounds at the 24. Good open field tackle there for Madison. Caden Clapper just drug. Corbin Green out of bounds, and the Minutemen again will have to settle for a field goal. But really what they're doing here is just suffocating Madison into their own end and mm. running the clock down with a lead. Well, and that was great heads up from, from Cole as well, not to panic. He he saw Corbin was his outlet right there, just dumped it off to him, and Corbin picked up what he could get. But well, and We've seen that a couple times tonight. They've kind of given Cole a little safety valve there, and he's used it with Corbin Green tonight. A.J. Young on to attempt a 40-yarder. This will match his season long. Snap is a great one. Hold is a good one. The kick is up, and the kick is wide left, I believe. Yep. And there is a flag down on the field. Minutemen are clapping. They might think be roughing the kicker. Might have been. Might have been, which would give the Minutemen a first down here, I believe. And the Minutemen offense yep. getting ready here. I mean, that's a big penalty. I mean, Madison just can't seem anything – I mean, nothing seems to be going right for them right now. I mean, they get Lex in a deep field goal. They miss the field goal, but then they run into the kicker. I mean, it's just been offensive woes. It's just been tough. 16-0. to Lexington leads it. 6.42 to go, second quarter. And that penalty was on the Rams, roughing the kicker, and that'll so that'll be an automatic first. Put the ball on the 18-yard line, and it is still fourth down, but it's fourth and one. Somehow. Oh, I figured that'd be an automatic. So by my math, that would have been a 13-yard penalty. How does that happen? 15-yard penalty should have been a first down there, but it's fourth and one. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Two wide receivers, one to each side. Takes the snap. It's a high snap. He has to give it to Byrice, and he still fights out of a tackle, and he's fighting and fighting, and he might have got the first down. I think he did, Nick, to the 16-yard line. Wow, that was whew, a little bit of a high snap and a great job of Getting the handoff to Byrice by Cole Pauly, and 
Byrice had to break a tackle right as he got the handoff. He got hit, got out of there, and still got two yards for the first down. First and 10 minute men at the Ram 16-yard line. I should point out that they are again in the red zone. 6.15 to go, second quarter. Minutemen up 16-0, trying to score a touchdown on this drive. Cole Pauly in the pistol, sends two to the left, bunched up against the line. He sends Mason Thomas in motion, but gives Corbin Green, who's going to squeak through a hole, and he's fighting down to the six and might have gotten another first down, Nick. He's close. And we have an injured Ram on the field. Trying to get up slowly here is Hutchison. And he's going to be, Corbin's going to have a gain of nine there. He's going to be one yard shy of a first down, second and one from the seven. Coming up as Baden Forup comes onto the field. Hudson Moore exits the field. And Cole Pauly giving the play to the huddle here. And they break the huddle. Minutemen will send Mason Thomas. Caden Eichler split off to the right. Baden Forup the tight end on the left side. In the pistol, second and one from the seven. Cole Pauly takes the snap. He'll give. Byrice off the left side, trying to bounce it way outside. And he's going to gain a couple of yards, and he'll fight down to the three, but we have another flag back here where it seemed like nothing was happening. Yeah, not sure what the call will be here. Because like you said, it was on the back side. And it seemed like by the time the play unfolded there, nobody was really trying where the flag was thrown. And now what? Coach Gerhardt coming onto the field to clear something up. Another block below the... I don't know. (laughs) Some type of a... Maybe a ram dove at the knees of one of the Lexington linemen there. could be. So it was a defensive penalty on Madison. That's going to set the ball at the three-yard line, first and goal for the Minutemen. Baden Forup comes off the sideline and brings the play in. And Carson Berry with two touchdowns tonight. He's in there at the tailback spot. We'll see if he gets another one. Eichler off to the left. Thomas off to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol. First and goal from the three. Baden Forup and Corbin Green both motion left to right. Pauly takes the snap, give Carson Berry off the right side, fighting and breaks a tackle, gets into the end zone off the right side. Touchdown, Minutemen. Carson's third of the night, 17th on the year. Man, this is an incredible season from Carson so far. I mean, this is really what you what you love to see from him too because in his career as a Minuteman, he's just constantly been plagued with injuries. I mean, it's just every year something would, be, something would go wrong, but this year he's been healthy. I mean, he's just been a tank for, the, for Lex this year. So it's 22-0, Lexington on top. Cole Pauly will hold the extra point here. A.J. Young on to attempt. Hold is good. And it doinks off the left upright. Wow. That hit off the left upright. And between a blocked extra point, and now a missed extra point by A.J. Young. He's one for three on the night. But the Minutemen still do lead it 22-0. 4.48 to go in the first half. So you stop the, the uh, Rams here. Might get the ball back for a chance to score before halftime. Madison does get the ball to start the second half. 
Well, and then if, if you get the ball back as Lex and you score again, do you go for two to try to extend it to that 30-port margin? Yeah, I think you do. Because then you got the running clock to start the second half Those right of away. you at home, though, if you're listening from home, remember that the uh, running clock only takes effect in the second half. So even if the uh, Minutemen do get up by 30 here in the first half, clock situation will be normal until the second half. A.J. Young. Gets the ball, sets it up on the tee at the 40-yard line. He'll kick it from our right to our left. And he runs up. And he kicks this one deep and over to about the seven-yard line, coming out 10-15, trying to cut it across the field near side to the 20, and Corbin Green chasing will make the tackle at the 25 on Peyton Myers. How did Peyton Myers <laughs> weave in and out of those wow. Minutemen like that? It looked like he was kind of weaving around Corbin Green there. That was bizarre. One well, Corbin got lucky that he didn't get full contact on him from behind because it probably would have been a horse collar because he kind of went right at his shoulder pads from behind, so it hmm. could have looked worse than what it actually was, but like you said, Peyton Myers with a decent return. Out to the 26. 4.33 to go second quarter. Minutemen with a 22-0 lead. Try to get you some scores from around the OCC here the next time we get a second. Big night in the OCC as things are unfolding. Rams come out. Under center again. And they'll fake a give. And rolling out to the left, Kuhn going to have to throw, and it is batted down by Corbin Green as two Minutemen went for it. Jordan Byrice, Corbin Green both there. Neither one of them able to come up with it, but Corbin with a smart play just bats it down as there were uh, Rams in the area. One well, Baden put a big hit on the quarterback. <laughs> Second and ten coming up. Stops the clock, too. Yep. Mansfield leads Mount Vernon 20-6. Maslin over Worcester right now, 17-0. Wow. No score from Ashland West Holmes yet. As the Rams come out under center again, second and 10 from their own 26-yard line. They'll have two backs in the backfield, one wide receiver split off to the left. And Kuhn will fake a give. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw down the near sideline. And Caden Eichler was trying to run under it almost as a wide receiver and make the interception but couldn't get there as Kuhn just overthrew everybody on that play. They've had some receivers in the area. I mean, these these passes aren't too far off, but Lex is just getting great pressure, and it's a lot of naked bootlegs that Madison's running, so they're kind of leaving the quarterback just kind of by himself. If he can't see the first read, it's going to be a tough pass to, to make. Third and ten, and again, the Rams with an incomplete pass stop the clock. Third and ten from their own 26-yard line. They'll come out, Kuhn under center. One man off to the left in the wing tee here, takes the snap. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw left, and he's got his man, but running out of space over there at the 30 and tackled out of bounds was Stupka, and he is only able to pick up four. It'll set up fourth and six. Clock runs now, 4.15 to go. Actually, they'll say he did go out of bounds, so the clock again will stop for the Rams, and that's just a nightmare. That's not what you want to happen if you're the Rams. Well, and Lex still with all three of their timeouts, too. I mean, Nick, the, the Minutemen just got the ball back so fast, they may be able to score and get the ball back again. 
as Hutchison takes the snap, gets away a knuckleball punt from the 37. It's Caden Eichler coming near side and now cutting back across the field and trying to juke. And he gets through a hole. He's to the 45-40, down the near sideline, 30, and he's going to be tackled at the 24. How in the world did he get through there? I have no idea, but he snuck his way through there. Caden Eichler making a couple guys miss, and now there's some extracurriculars after the play, of course. But And I think Caden was involved man, in those. Oh man. So we'll see who this penalty's on, but wow, I thought Caden Eichler was just going to be bottled up and not have a chance to get out of there. I, <laughs> that was almost like when you're playing with your nieces and nephews in the backyard, <laughs> and they're like half your age, and you're just juking around them. That's what Caden Eichler almost did. And it was a penalty on the Rams. So another penalty on Madison. And that will cut this field even more in half from the 25 now down to the 12 and a half yard line. As it's half the distance to the goal. Now they'll put it at the 10 and a half. Wow. What do I know, Nick? Uh, Nothing, I guess. Just outside the 10 yard line, the uh, Minutemen will start this drive in the red zone. (laughs) And still four minutes on the clock, essentially. I mean, man, oh, man. Referees getting something sorted out here as we're ready to play now. First and 10 from the 11. Cole Pauly in the single back pistol this time. He takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the left side. He's got a hole and runs it in from 11 yards out. Carson Berry, number four on the night. Wow. That hole opened right up for Carson. He didn't have to struggle at all to score that touchdown. And it is now 28-0. Lex on top. When it looks like they're coming out here with the kicking squad. Maybe try to get AJ's some confidence back here. See him, see one go through for him. AJ Young will attempt the extra point. Cole Pauly will hold. Snap is back. Hold is good. And the kick this time is right down the is. middle for AJ. 29 nothing. Lex on top. We'll see if they can maybe get the ball back again. 3.53 to go, second quarter. Fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Well, the Minutemen put up 42 points last time they were here at StarTech Stadium. And with still four minutes to go in the first half, they've already got 29 tonight. They lead it 29-0, but, uh, you know, you, you've, you've got to play like this because the Minutemen are on the playoff bubble, and it doesn't matter what Madison's record is. You cannot mess around in a game like this. You just yeah. got to come out, punch them in the mouth, and let them know there is no chance you're going to get back in this game. And if the Minutemen can get the ball back and score here to start the uh, – or to end the first half, they'll start the second half with a running clock, and that's what you really want to see if you're a Minutemen fan. Get a big lead, run the clock, and get out of here. A.J. Young runs up, and he kicks this one deep again to the far sideline. It's going to be taken from the 11, and I think they got the returner's knee, down. knee was down. Man, tough break. And <laughs> over there, that was Peyton Myers. 
as he kind of caught it. He kind of had to lean into the catch and put his knee down to, to make the catch. And referees, thankfully, for the Minutemen standing right there and saw it. Yeah, it right Madison going to start at their own 11-yard line. They just cannot get out of their own way tonight. <laughs> so officially, we'll call it the 12-yard line. Minutemen here just can't get fooled by anything. I mean, you have just got to strangle the life out of Madison here. You cannot give them any sense of hope. No touchdowns before halftime. Get the ball back to the offense and score again. Kuhn under center. And that sort of a wing T look. Takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to throw to the near sideline. It is caught. What a catch by Brooks. Out to the 30, trying to stiff arm Cohen Moore and rolls out to the 32-yard line. Whoa, what a catch by Isaac Brooks. Yeah, that's what that kid can do. He's, he's probably their most dynamic player on offense, and, and he's, he's got some special talents. So, Madison with their biggest play of the night, and now they're down the field on offense, the furthest they've gone tonight at their own 32-yard line. So, Kuhn will go under center. Two split off to the right this time. He takes the snap, and he pitches it out to Brooks down the near sideline. He's going to be tackled at the 40, and Madison now starting to roll here. And this is exactly what I was just talking about, Nick. Don't even let them think they can move the football because okay. as soon as they get some confidence, this is what they can do to you. Well, they gave him the 41. So a good gain there by Brooks. Two plays in a row, Isaac Brooks. And... It's going to be second and one as the chain gang trying to get things figured out here. There certainly is no Derek Lazier here at, uh, at Madison. Second and one from the 41. See if the Minutemen can stand strong here. The run game is their, the strength of this defense as Madison will run it up the middle and getting that carry. Was that Hutchison again, Nick, I believe? 16, yep. yes. First down, Madison as Hutchison... Falls forward for four yards, and the Rams will hurry up here. They're already back to the line. Three minutes to go, second quarter. Well, and they know they don't want to give Lex the ball back here. Kuhn in the shotgun. He sends two to the right, one to the left, takes the snap. He's going to give off the right side and getting over the 45 to the 46 and tackled by about four minute men on that play. Was for the first time tonight getting a carry, Lucas Warren. The six-foot junior, second and nine, a gain of one there. And Lex going to take a timeout here as they see something they don't like defensively. 2.28 to go, second quarter. We'll take a break with them. Minutemen lead it, 29-0 here at Madison on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Lexington now with only one timeout remaining in the first half. Well, they do have two. They, they 
took it off the wrong side there on the scoreboard. So each team now has used one timeout. Both teams have two timeouts left in the, here in the first half. And the Minutemen trying to stop the Rams as they have the football at their own 46-yard line, second and nine. And Kuhn going to go into the shotgun. One split off to the right, two to the left. He's going to send Brooks in motion from right to left. Kuhn takes the snap. He's going to roll left. He's being chased by Minutemen. He's going to throw down the left sideline, and it is picked off by Corbett Green as he made a diving rolling grab at the 28-yard line. Minutemen get the football back, and now the referees are talking, and they're going to say it was incomplete. I don't know how that back judge could see that. Wow. The referee who was behind the play and couldn't see the play was the one who came up and helped change the play. I don't know about the back judge initially right off the off the rip called an incomplete, but the the judge on the sideline that was chasing the play said that he picked it. Wow. So either way, though, Nick, third and nine, clock stops. Minutemen fans who made the trip over are not happy. Up 29, but... I mean, that could be a big turning point, though, if Madison's able to convert here. Yeah, absolutely. Third and nine from the 41. Kuhn in the shotgun. Two split off to the left, one to the right. Brooks comes in motion right to left. Kuhn will take the snap. He's going to look left. He throws left, and it's caught. And coming up and making a great tackle and forcing a fumble, A.J. Young. He wasn't able to get back on it. Madison does get it, but a big loss there as A.J. able to force a fumble. And the ball was recovered back at the 41-yard line. Two was, minutes to go. I think that might have been Fagan off the front side. A.J. came off the back side to make the play, but I think Fagan was the one that initially made the play Maybe. on the front side. Maybe it was. Yeah. I'll trust Nick's eyes on that one. Thank you. So a timeout now for the Minutemen to try to stop the clock and just get the ball back. They've got a minute and 58 seconds to get the ball back and score here as it's going to be fourth and and 13 for the Rams. They'll have to punt coming out of this timeout. I can't imagine they'll go for it. So the Minutemen here trying again to score before halftime. And if they do, they will have – over a 30-point lead heading into halftime and coming out immediately to start the second half, there will be a running clock. So Madison out, and they're about to punt the ball away. And back to punt, Lucas Warren, it looks like. Back to receive for the Minutemen standing at his own 29-yard line, Caden Eichler. And a low snap bounces off the turf, and... The punt is away. It's actually not a bad one. Caden Eichler takes it running backwards at the 16, out to the 20, down the far sideline, and he's going to get hit out of bounds all the way out at the 35 on the far sideline. Great return, great field position. Minutemen have one timeout left here in the first half, 1.47 to go, and they lead it 29 to nothing with a chance to really shut the door here on Madison. And Nick? Uh, I'm only going to say this one time ever. <laughs> but all Lexington fans listening at home and here at the game, and us included, have to cheer for Ontario to win tonight. That's true. Because that significantly helps Lexington's playoff chances. And who do they have tonight? So for one time only, go Warriors. They play Marion Pleasant, who's 1-7. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Minutemen come out first and ten. Two split off to the left, one to the right. They'll run it on first down. And Carson Berry gets through a hole. He's into the secondary. He might be gone. He's down the far sideline. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Carson Berry. Number five on the night. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just getting too easy. Forget I taking mean, timeouts. Oh they scored on the first play of the drive. They don't need the timeouts. I mean, they just ran right off the right side and... Carson just hit the Jets. He was untouched. I mean, my goodness. 35 nothing. 134 to go in the second quarter. 65 yards for Carson Berry. Minutemen will go for one here. A.J. Young on to attempt the extra point. Cole Pauley will hold. A.J. two for four on the night. And there's some movement. This one would have been good. And a false start on the Lex uh, offensive line there. So they'll move it back five yards and try it again, which really isn't a problem for A.J. A.J. did miss one off the left upright tonight. And he had one blocked as well. So he's two for four on extra points tonight. Trying to make it three for five. By the way, Hammy just texted me and said, no chance he can cheer for Ontario. <laughs> and extra point try number two. This time is good. And A.J. kicked it even harder than he usually does. Man, he's just showing off his leg for fun at this point. 36-0. Lex on top. And by the way, Nick, all five touchdowns tonight off the legs of Carson <laughs> Berry. Racking up the yards tonight. He is well over 1,000 on the season. He's got 123 tonight. And now, Nick, he is, uh, he's got 19 touchdowns on the oh, year. Jeez, man. With uh, his next touchdown, he'll be averaging over two a game. He already is incredible. averaging over two a yeah. game, but I heading mean, into week 10, he'll be averaging over two a game. Well, now, I mean, hats off to this O-line, too, because I know coming into the year, they were kind of a question mark, lost some big pieces to graduation and whatnot last year. So, I mean, coming in, they were kind of the question mark on the offensive side, but they've really stepped up all year, and they've been great. So 36 nothing, Lex on top. They'll get set to kick the ball off. A.J. Young will have it up on the tee. And still, I mean, it it, it did uh, rain a little bit earlier, but right now, clear. No lightning. No rain coming down. It's amazing how it's all missed us. A short kick again over to the far sideline and almost taking a knee again, the Ram returner. And this time it's going to be a different returner over there. It's Caden Clapper on the far sideline. And he'll bring it out to the 20. And even on special teams, I mean, Lex is really flying around, making plays. So, see what Madison does here. Lex yeah. has one timeout. I mean, if you're Madison, I, you hate to just concede and go into halftime, but really they should run here because if they have some incomplete passes, uh, Lexington's got to right. get the ball back and yeah. score again. The way they're playing tonight, I have no doubt if they get – to touch the football again. It's going to the end zone. Madison will line up under center this time from the 21. Kuhn sends a man in motion. They will take the snap. They will 
Fake it, give. He's going to throw. Throws far sideline. It is almost oh, picked oh, off by Caden Eichler. And that might have been a pick six because he caught it. He almost caught it in stride. Just off his fingertips. He had it and then just kind of bobbled it. Because I didn't think he was, I don't think he even was expecting the ball to be right there in his hands. Man. <laughs> and he had two interceptions last week on senior night. Looking for more this week. Of course, we're on a five-touchdown uh, streak by Carson Berry, so we need to send him out there to get a pick six. Nobody else is allowed to score until Carson says it's okay. 121 to go, first half. Second and ten. And again, Madison stopped the clock there. Coon in the shotgun this time. And Madison motioned a man. They're going to call a false start, but I thought maybe he just motioned up. They're going to call an illegal shift. So that's going to push Madison back five yards to the 16-yard line. Second and 15 coming up. 121 to go, first half. 36-0. Lexington putting it on tonight here at Madison. And they should because, I mean, we all know it, but I'll be the one to say it. They've blown a couple of games this year that they should have won. And Lexington making sure that is not even a possibility tonight. Madison now going to call a timeout. <laughs> On second and 15 deep in their own end, Madison takes a timeout here. I mean, you It just seems like Madison them. tonight is any favor they can possibly do for Lexington, they're doing tonight for yeah. the Minutemen. Yeah. I mean, why not just run the half out here and get into halftime, but instead they throw an incomplete pass. Now they take a timeout to Lex let Lexington figure out what they're going to do on defense. I mean, even if Madison runs here, Lex may call a timeout. Yeah. Still and get the football back. I mean, I mean everything's a possibility. It's I mean, like, why not? I mean, and I get it. It's high school football. Everybody wants to score and have fun, but Madison needs to just realize now is not the time. Lexington is dialed in defensively. They're not letting Madison score here before halftime unless it's a fluke broken play. Kuhn will go under center. And he will hand it off this time off the left side. No gain. I didn't even see who got that carry. It was just a pile of bodies yeah. too quickly. I didn't even see who got the ball. I think it was Assuming Hutchison it might have been Hutchison, yeah. yeah. 105 to go. Clock is rolling. Lex won't use that timeout right now at least. They may use it on the next play, though. Third and 17 coming up for Madison. Actually, they're going to. Third and 13, they've got to fix the clock there, or the uh, scoreboard, I should say. Scoreboard's been a little behind tonight here at Madison, making me look bad. And I don't like looking bad, Ernie. Third and 13. As Kuhn will hand it off here on third down off the right side and pushing and fighting for a couple of yards. Going to be Lucas Warren and Lex. I think they might be not going to take the timeout. And they may let this clock run down to the triple zeros here at Madison. So as the clock continues to roll here, down to seven, six, five. Madison going to be content. They'll run off towards their locker room. Lexington will run off towards their locker room. 
with a 36-0 lead here at Ram Field inside of StarTech Stadium. What a half for the Minutemen and Carson Berry with five rushing touchdowns. Wow, what a performance so far here tonight for the Minutemen. When we come back, we will have the fearthevillage.com halftime show with scores from around North Central Ohio. Nick's got a load of stats to get to you tonight so far. And uh, we'll get Nick's keys to the second half. And uh, that should be fairly straightforward, but we've got to hear from Nick anyways. 36-0, Lexington on top at halftime here at Madison on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, it's been exactly the game you'd want it to be if you're a Minuteman fan as they came out and punched Madison right in the mouth and they haven't looked back. As it is 36-0 at halftime, Carson Berry with five touchdowns in the first half for the Lexington Minutemen. Welcome back, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you on the VSBN Radio. Fear the Village halftime show. And Nick can paint the picture of just how that first half went statistically, Nick. Yeah, I mean, it was just total domination on both sides of the football uh, from the Lexington Minutemen to open up this, this game in the first half. So, uh, Lex actually opened up with the ball and took up about five minutes of game time on that first drive. Uh, drove all the way down the field, and then Carson Berry was able to punch it in from one yard out. Uh, so that was 7.04 left in the first quarter. Then Lex scores again with 3.26 in the first quarter off a four-yard run from Carson Berry. Uh, and then there wasn't, a, there wasn't another score from Lex until uh, 9.45 left in that second quarter. A.J. Young made a 33-yard field goal to extend the lead to 16-0. Uh, with 4.48 left in the second quarter, Carson Berry again from three yards out to make it 22-0. Uh, and then once again, less than a minute later, 3.53 left in the second quarter, Carson again from 11 yards out to make it 29-0. And then two minutes later, Carson Berry with a big 65-yard touchdown run for his fifth of the night to extend the lead to 35 nothing in the first half. So total offense for both sides. Lex with 260 of total offense to Madison's 55. Madison only running 19 plays in that first half with a 2.9-yard uh, average, while Lex uh, at 33 plays with 8-yard average. Not a lot through the air for either side. Cole Pauley, 9 of 12, 95 yards, just doing what he needs to do handling the ball, making the right reads. Uh, Madison, 4 of 9 for 31 yards through the air. Uh, the big difference is the run game. Lex on 21 carries, 165 yards of rushing offense with an 8-yard average with Madison with 10 attempts for 24 yards. Uh, a lot of penalties for the Madison Rams, 7 penalties for 75 yards in that first half. Lex with 4 of their own for 35 yards. Uh, Lexington with... 16 first downs to Madison's two. Uh, and also, Lexington is dominating the time of possession. 15 minutes of time of possession for the Minutemen in that first half. Uh, and like I said, Cole Pauley, 9 of 12. But uh, Carson Berry, 14 carries, 125, 123 yards, and five touchdowns. Jordan Byrice, four carries, 22 yards. Corbin Green with two carries for 17 yards. And then Jackson Wyndham also getting in the getting in the stat book tonight uh, with one carry for three yards. Uh, really, the only one on Madison's side that's making a difference is the guy that they're probably their most dynamic player on offense, Isaac Brooks, uh, two rushes for 16 yards, and then he did have their longest play of the night on the 21-yard reception 
But, I mean, that's really been it for Madison. They really haven't been moving the ball. Lex has done a great job dialing into the defense, getting pressure on the quarterback, making him super uncomfortable. I mean, there is just nothing that the Minutemen can do wrong in this first half. So, really, just got to keep up the pressure to continue that into the second half and hopefully get out of here with a with an early dub yeah. tonight. Absolutely. 36-0, Lex on top when we come back. Already some very interesting scores shaping up here in North Central Ohio tonight. We'll get you those, and we'll get you set for second half action as the Minutemen lead this one. 36-0 at StarTech Stadium at Madison High School on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Back inside the cramped press box at StarTech Stadium where it is a 36-0 lead. And we'll get you a check of the uh, fearthevillage.com scoreboard here quickly as some interesting scores playing out around the north-central Ohio area. As got to take care of some business here really fast. And we try to bring the scoreboard up. And the Ohio Cardinal Conference, it is Mansfield Senior 20, Mount Vernon 6, West Holmes 14, Ashland 7, Maslin 31, Worcester nothing. Over in the Moac, it is Ontario 17, Pleasant 7, Shelby 33, River Valley 13, Marion Harding 10, Lima Central Catholic, excuse me, I skipped right over a score. Marion Harding 10, Clear Fork nothing. That'll be an upset in the Moac. It is Lima Central Catholic 28, Galleon 7. Colonel Crawford, 13. Bucyrus, 0 in the Northern 10. Seneca East, 12. Upper Sandusky, 7. Buckeye Central, scoreless with Mohawk. And Carey shutting out Winford, 21-0. In the KMAC, this would be a massive upset in North Central Ohio. Northmore trailing Centerburg, 14-6. It is Fredericktown, 8. Cardington, 6. Highland, 13. East Knox, 0. And Danville and Mount Gilead deadlocked at 21. In the Firelands, Mapleton leads Monroeville, 8-6. South Central, 2. Western Reserve, nothing. A couple of other scores of note. Clyde leads Norwalk 34-0. It is Hillsdale leading Waynedale 21-14. And Lucas over Fort Loramie 14-8. Willard trailing Oak Harbor 27-0. And Crestline no score with Perry. Take one final break. Come back with second half action as the Minutemen shutting out Madison and leading by a lot, 36 to nothing here at halftime, set for a running clock in the second half at StarTech Stadium here at Madison High School on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. 
available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, you know what they say, Nick. When you're leading 36-0 at halftime, halftime takes four days especially here at StarTech Stadium when you're cramped in up here. But life is a little bit better, though, as uh, we're cramped into this shoebox here at Madison as uh, <clears throat> we just ate some delicious. She's outdone herself this time. I mean, it's, it's not even close. Uh, Heather Polly brownies this week. Uh, yeah, th- I, I have no words. I, I'm yeah. literally about to take <laughs> another break so we can eat some more of them. Uh, which we'll probably do in about a minute. As the Band of Gold has exited the field, and the Madison Band also just now wrapping up their halftime performance. We've got about five minutes left until kickoff, and that's plenty of time to eat another brownie or two. <laughs> As the Minutemen lead at 36-0. to zero. See, when you win, or when you're winning 36 to nothing, you can uh, slack off during the halftime show and eat yeah. brownies. A little more comfortable. And I mean, like I said, well, like you said, we're up here. It's nice and cozy. Nice well, now that Ernie and, uh, yeah. and Doug have left the press box, Nick and I are, I mean, we're lounging up here yeah. right now. 
but when they come back, we're going to be like sardines uh, again. Uh, we're going to basically <laughs> be wearing the same T-shirt again. But, uh, hey, nothing beats being uh, over here with the Lex crowd at an away yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And uh, cheering on our Minutemen. Anyway, we have to. Almost thought about uh, might have got stuck out in the uh, in the bleachers for this game tonight, but thankfully we managed to cram in here with the, the film guys for Lexington up in the upper part of the away press box. And, Nick, this is really, other than the wind, this has turned into a beautiful night here. <laughs> yeah. The, the rain that was supposed to come never really materialized. In the first quarter, there was a, about a five-minute period where – it, might it was a little more than a sprinkle, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a downpour. And that's been it. Yeah. We've got we've been very lucky. <clears throat> but the wind at times tonight, uh, especially if you're sitting out in the crowd, I can definitely see how that would get just a bit chilly. Yeah. Next week now, uh week 10, Ugh. that's looking like it's going to be our first really cold football weather, fall weather game of the uh season. So, uh not not looking forward to that myself as I'm all skin and bone. Yeah, so I don't like the cold. I'm not built for football weather. I'm much more of a late July, 90 degree heat wave for three weeks type of type of guy myself. But uh, we are far from those days, unfortunately, as the days are getting shorter and colder, and we're just a few weeks away from daylight savings that's time, crazy. which is that's miserable. I, I just can't believe it's almost. It's pretty much mid October already. I mean. It's crazy. This season itself has just flown by. You know, with uh, just with everything going on in the world and, and the, the way people march for every cause now, we need to march on Washington for uh, daylight savings time to be over with. Can we just keep it daytime longer, please? And I get it. No matter how you slice it, it's going to be the same amount of daylight. Doesn't really like. There's going to be you know 11, 12 hours of daylight every day, no matter when the sun comes up and and goes down, according to our clock. I get it. That the the amount of sun that is out during the day does not change just because we change our clock. I understand, but I would prefer to have a much longer evening with the sun out. Uh, then the sun go down at 4 o'clock, and you're just getting off of work. As it's starting to downpour, I spoke it into existence here at Madison. I was just talking about how perfect it's been tonight, despite the threats of the bad weather. And now it is pouring, and people are scrambling like ants down here below us. But anyways... Uh, can we all agree on that, though? We would much rather the sunset be at 7 o'clock instead of 4 o'clock. I mean, let's be honest here. So I say we start a petition. We march on Washington. We get things changed. And we have more daylight in the evening. And that's my rant. Not sure what Heather Polly put in these brownies, but uh, I just got on my soapbox there. About daylight savings time. <laughs> you really did, though, for no reason. And now it is just pouring. Thankfully, we can shut the windows up here. It, and I now mean, it is just pandemonium down I, below. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. They I are mean, just scrambling. Wow, Nick, look everywhere. at the wind. 
I mean, this rain is flying down. Right, we're gonna need windshield wipers. We, to, we can't <laughs> see out the gonna, window. I was just gonna I say, mean, I can't <laughs> see anything here. Oh I my mean, gosh! How do we? How are we gonna be able to see? Oh my goodness! Well, it's probably a good thing we left the windows in over here. I mean, and the wind, like you said, is just. I mean, look at the flag right now. This wind is incredible. Wow. <laughs> <It> <laughs> went, I mean, I mean, it went from me bragging about how nice the weather was literally just down two minutes ago, and now the flag is ripping off the flagpole, and the rain is coming down. I'm glad we're up here. Oh, Jeez. my goodness. Well, this is going to shape up to be an interesting second half. There is nobody <laughs> left here in the crowd except the few that brought their umbrellas. And ponchos and whatever else. I'm not going to lie, Nick. The Madison crowd tonight was pretty good over there, and there is nobody left. I mean, there is more. there are more Lex people over here, and the, the Lex student section is just down here soaking it all in. They love it. They're not running for any cover. They're just taking it in. Yeah, this that the wind wow. is still just whipping around up there. Unbelievable! <laughs> not, right you're before not the second half anything. kickoff, yeah. And it well, definitely noticeably got a little bit cooler there. Sure did. I'm gonna put my, my jacket goodness. on. We may need to heat these brownies up from Heather Polly now. It's this ain't a nice. Uh, this ain't a nice summer evening anymore. This has become a cold fall evening. And it doesn't look like it's going to be stopping anytime soon, according to Ernie's radar over here. And this is your live check-in on Ernie's iPhone radar. And, yeah, it's going to probably rain hard for maybe another 20, 30 minutes at least as the Minutemen will kick things off to start the second half. A.J. Young has it up on the tee, and the running clock has begun, Nick. Before even kicking it off, seconds have run off, and it's a short kick taken from the 12 out to the 15-20 down the far sideline. 25 and pushing the pile to the 30. And due to my lack of vision, I can't tell you who that was. I'm going to assume it was Stupka. I don't know, though. I have no idea either. I can't see a thing up here. Is the? I mean, Nick was right. We should invest in some windshield wipers for the press box. So the Rams will start with the football at their own 30-yard line. The clock has already ticked down a half a minute as it is running. Lexington up by more than 30, 36-0 to be exact. And Kuhn in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap. He's rolling right. He's going to throw right, and he's got his man. And running out of bounds at the 33 was Stupka. Phil caught it on the run, didn't fall down, which that's going to be hard yeah. to do the rest of the game is well, keep your footing here. Yeah, even with turf. I mean, the only thing <clears throat> with turf is different. You're not going to get all muddy. I mean, you're still not going to have the same footing you would like. And look at the traffic jam of people trying to get out of here. I mean, look at all the cars they leaving, not too. not coming back. I mean, there are a ton of cars yeah, there's not, just getting out of here. Anybody who left is not coming back at this point. Kuhn takes the shotgun snap, rolls left, throws left, and he's got his man, and Brooks. No, it was Stupka dropped it at the 40. I, you're, I don't know how anybody's going to catch a pass the rest of the night. Well, and it's amazing. The rain starts coming down. Madison, two straight passing plays. Yeah. I guess, I mean – 
And then it's not really then there's no top clock stoppage at all. So I mean there's really no benefit. Well, we know what Lex is going to be doing the rest of the <laughs> night. What they've been doing Trying all night. Trying to get out of here <laughs> as quickly as we can and make it home. I may order some rooster's wings on the way home if we get Ooh, out of here right early now. enough. We may be out of here just after 9 o'clock at this rate. Third down, third and seven. Kuhn in the shotgun. He's going to take the snap and roll left, and he's going to throw in the face of the Lex defense, and it is caught but out of bounds over on the far sideline. I don't even know if he actually caught it, did. Nick. The intended receiver was Caden Clapper, and I don't think he did bring it in. Yep. But just, I, did, I can't see, so I'm just guessing at I this point. I think he did the toe tap like he caught it, but yeah, I don't think he came down with it at all. So the Rams will punt here. Caden Eichler will go back to return. Is it Warren again that's going to punt? And it is. Uh, yes, it is Warren. Yeah, he had a good one in that first half. And the first name, remind me of his first name, Lucas. Nick. Lucas, because some rain got onto our <laughs> roster here. And he takes a low snap, and it is almost blocked. And it might have been tipped, and the ball's going to roll to the 40. A very short punt. Byrice got in there and affected the punt. Not a long one for the Rams, and Lexington will take over. First and 10 at their own 39-yard line. Nine minutes and 11 seconds to go. The clock does stop on a change of possession temporarily. Until they probably get out, get the ball set, and... So already almost three minutes off the clock, and they do start the clock back up as soon as they set it. Just over nine minutes to go. Third quarter, Minutemen up 36-0. Scotty Roush off to the left, one receiver off to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. He gives, and straight up the middle. It's Carson Berry angling outside down the near sideline, 40. He's to the 35-30, and they're going to say he stepped out of bounds back at the 36-yard line, but still a huge gain on first down for Carson Berry there, and he adds more to his total. And just keep feeding Keep feeding the ground game. And the traffic just to get out of here, Nick. Oh, it's incredible. There's not going to be anybody left in the parking lot when we leave. It looked oh. like Route 30 coming over with all the construction, which seemingly is – I'm going to be telling my kids that the construction on Route 30 started when I was a kid. <laughs> and it's still going to be going on. Just pave the road and get it over with. First and 10, Cole Pauly in the pistol takes the snap. He'll give Carson Berry again Ooh. up the middle, and he's leveled this time. He gets a yard, but a nice hit there by Hutchison for the Rams. Good hands there from Cole Pauly. That snap had some heat on it, able to snag it and give it to Carson. Eight minutes to go in the third quarter, 36 to nothing. Minutemen on top and driving to score again. As the girls... Bless Doing our hearts. social media work down there, turning away from the rain and wind, Kayla and Rachel Durbin down there. <laughs> Check out their hard work on uh, social media, any social media app that you can use, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff at vsbnradio.com. Second and 10, Cole Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. He'll fake a give. He's going to run off the right side, and he makes a move, gets through Ooh. into the secondary and near a first down. Cole Pauly with a nice little sidestep there to break yeah. through the first line of defense. He and a gain be, of eight. Yeah, a yard short. <laughs> and it was a gain of nine, Nick. You were right, third and one coming up at the 32-yard, or excuse me, not the 32, the 27-yard line. I was five yards off there. I blame the rain in the window. Oh, man, it's really picked up it a little bit It is pouring more. here. It's getting, you can hear it on the roof here. Third and one. Cole Pauly takes the pistol snap. Give. 
Corbin Green up the middle. He's going to fight for the first down. Still fighting. He's going to get the first down, but maybe only a gain of two. My oh, goodness, the geez. raindrops are getting bigger and heavier here. This is getting real here now at Madison. Oh, my goodness. You might be able to hear it from home or wherever you're listening through the microphone here. It is just beating down on the ceiling of the press box. Corbin Green on that last carry did get to the 25-yard line. They'll change out a football, but it's not gonna that's matter. not going to do anything. As soon as the referee set it down, it just went back to the way the other one was. And still, the traffic is <laughs> it's insane. 6-12 to go, third quarter. Minutemen driving here, first and 10 at the Ram 25-yard line. Pauly takes the pistol snap. He'll give off the left side. It is by Rice. He's juking around to the 20 and down to the 16-yard line. Gain of nine near a first down. And a bunch of whistles blew here. Oh, they did. They might have, yep. Byrice might have let go of the football right as he hit the ground there, but he able he was able to scoop it right back up. No damage done. So it'll be second and one, gain of nine there for Byrice. He got down to the Rams' 16-yard line. Minutemen in the red zone again. Pauly in the pistol. He'll send two split off to the right. Byrice in the backfield behind him. He sends a man in motion. Pauly takes the snap. Give Byrice off the right side, juking around, and gets Ooh. over the 15. A first down, a gain of two, maybe three. Uh, I thought he had the edge out there, Corey. Kind of looked like he wanted to make the cut. Although give him two, over the 15 to the 14. Still good enough for a first down for Byrice. Good to see him getting some touches here. That's my roster. There's not much left of it after the rain pelted it. Of course, I know the Lexington roster by heart, but Madison. I may be struggling here to get you some names the rest of the way. Nick's going to have to help me. First and 10, minute men at the Ram 14-yard line. Pauly in the pistol with Carter Newman off to the right, Eichler off to the left. He sends Newman in motion. He'll fumble the snap. Oh, the ball's geez. kicked around, and it's still <laughs> rolling around. I think Lex got it and back. Lex did get on it. It looks like uh, Baden Forup got on it. Oh, man. Yeah, the snap was low, and the guy that came in motion oh, my kicked it, and it just was fumbling around. This is just becoming comical at this point. Between the hard rain, the heavy rain, and the wind, it's hard to tell what we may see over the next 16 minutes. There's four minutes to go in the third quarter. 36-0 Lexington on top. Still haven't scored here in the second half, though. They're looking to do that here. Second and 13. They're all the way back now at the 17. Cole Pauly in the pistol again. One wide right, one wide left. He takes the snap. He's going to fake the give and roll right. He's going to throw down the middle of the field. He got his man, but he dropped it down at the five. And it was Caden Eichler. And there was some traffic around him. And in these conditions, that's going to be a hard a hard uh, pass to catch there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, again, I think the the tight ends and the guys sneaking out of the backfield, they're, they're open on that front side. Madison not even rotating down to the tight end or the back out of the backfield. 3.15 to go. That clock will continue rolling until Madison is able to cut this lead under 30, if they do. 
Third and 13 from the 17. Cole Pauley with two to the right, one to the left. Single back pistol with Jordan Byrice. He takes the snap. He's going to fake the give and roll right. He's looking. He's looking. He pump fakes. Now he's going to run. Cole Pauley to the 10. He's to the 5. He's down to the 3. And I think Man. he's got a first down. Cole Pauley pump faked and took off. And it is good for a first down. First and goal coming up for the Minutemen. What a run by Cole. Yeah. His best of the year by far, I would say. First and goal as the rain picks up again here. First and goal from the three. They'll send a bit of a jumbo package on here. Hudson Moore, Cohen Moore coming on. Corbin Green in there, Baden Forup in there. Some confusion here for the Minutemen. They're going to have to take a timeout. They're not even into the huddle, much less out of the huddle. They're not even into the huddle, and there's five left on the play clock, and now they take a timeout. So in this situation, when you have a running clock, the clock does stop on a team timeout, and there's 2.05 to go. We'll shut the window for a minute here. <laughs> We're going to have a mess in here, and Ernie's going to have to clean it up for us. There's just a puddle of water. Be able to get the windows out. <laughs> so 2.05 to go in the third quarter. 36-0. to Lexington on top. And this press box is dangerous, too, because if, if one of us falls down this hole here, we're going to be. <laughs> we had to climb up an actual ladder to get up here. And, uh, of course, if you have a ladder to get to the second floor of a building, you got to have a hole to get up through. And just happens to be right if behind one of me. us falls through. That's a big drop too. That's not a little drop. First and goal from the three. Minutemen huddled up here. Now, will the clock start as soon as they get set? Or will I don't believe so. On yeah. a timeout, they'll have to snap the ball. Actually, they did start it, Nick. So, good question. And there's your answer. I was wrong. Mark it down. First time ever. <laughs> First and goal from the three. Cole Pauley brings the Minutemen out in the pistol. He's got one off to the left, but he's going to hand it off, and up the middle goes Corbin Green for a touchdown from three yards out. And the Minutemen extend this lead. It's 42 to nothing. Corbin Green into the end zone for the first time tonight. And on the year, I believe that's his fourth rushing touchdown. Let me confirm that for you. And it is Corbin's fourth on the year. That one from three yards out. And now this is going to be a tricky extra point. 42 to nothing. A.J. Young on to attempt the extra point. He's three for five on the night. And the snap is back. It's actually a great hold by Cole Pauley. Money. And the extra point by A.J. Young right down the middle, 43 to nothing. 1.45 to go in the third quarter. We'll take a quick timeout here on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. 
Back here at Madison where it is seemingly uh, raining more and more and more. And Ernie shows me the radar. It's not uh, even close to being done yet. And uh, during the break there, Nick and I complaining that we're not walking to the car after the game unless the rain has stopped. Meanwhile, <laughs> the wife and fiancé are down on the <laughs> sideline bearing the bearing down and trying not to blow away in this monsoon. From the 10, the kickoff is going to be taken by the Rams to the 20, to the 25. And again, I'm assuming that's Stupka, Nick, but I can't I, see a yeah, thing. I have no idea. And if I open the window, we're going to drown, so... Bear gave, with me here. Gave him the 28. And a big thank you to all of you listening. Some of you I noticed tuned in as you're heading home. The Rams come out. Lex up 43 nothing. 115 to go third quarter. Coon in the shotgun, and we're going to have an illegal motion yeah, here. something. Illegal shift, I believe, is what it's going to be, Nick, is three Rams were all moving at the same time in different directions. And uh, we just need an extended timeout here soon to get another brownie from Heather Pauly. She definitely, I don't know how many she gave us, but it wasn't enough. I know that. I'm not eating anymore. They're all you. She could have given us 100 for all I know. It's not enough. I could scarf down more tonight. Coon in the shotgun takes the snap. He'll hand off off the right side and oh, wow. kind of avoiding tacklers for a two or three yard gain there for Madison. Was, uh, was that Warren, I believe, Nick? You tell me. If it was 21, that was Lucas Horn. It was, and he got one. Looked like he got more than that. Well, they gave him the penalty. As well. They had the five-yard penalty. That's true. You're six. right. You are right. He did get six, so my eyes did not deceive me. Only my brain did. <laughs> Second and nine coming up for the Rams from their own 29-yard line. Coon in the shotgun. We have a whistle. And it was the end of the quarter as the clock oh, never stops. Yeah. Because Lexington has that. 30-plus point lead. So after three here at StarTech Stadium, it is 43 to nothing. Lexington on top and trying to get out of here with the shutout. And we'll see if they can do that when we come back on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. And Coach Gerhardt put on his ghillie suit here, it looks like, at Madison. We're going to need a boat to get out of here. Still raining, but it is, it's not blowing so much anymore. It's kind of coming straight down now. We might be able to open the window up here. Yeah, look at that. Second and nine, Rams opening up the fourth quarter here with a run up the middle, and that one's going nowhere. Maybe a yard. 
maybe, by Hutchison. Yeah. It'll set up third down and eight. Clock is running and will continue to run probably the rest of the game unless Madison can put together a couple quick scores here. But And despite the, the running clock and all that, this Lex defense has been very stout today. I mean, they've literally just been – they've been gang tackling. I mean, they've been everywhere making plays. So this defense is really coming together. From the 30-yard line, it is third and eight. Madison going to go under center this time in that sort of a wing tee look. And they'll give it off the right side. And off the right side to the 40, to the 45, and Ooh, out of big bounds. Big collision over there. Jeez. And Nick again. Warren. That was Lucas Warren. Yeah. yeah. Nice carry. Biggest of the night, I believe, for the Rams. And they get the first down all the way out to the 44-yard line. So, Madison here with a chance to get over midfield for the first time tonight, I believe. Am I correct on that, Nick? I don't think. I think they got close, but I think you're correct. I think the uh, Minutemen did stop them before they could get there in the first half. Looks like. Might see the second string offense come out for Lex mm -hmm. here as rolling right and throwing his coon down the far sideline and going up and batting it away is Caden Eichler out of the hands of Isaac Brooks. A great play defensively. Yeah, there's three Lex Miniman over there. They had DJ Johnson over the top, and then Caden and Corbin both underneath. Great coverage. So that'll set up second and ten for Madison from the 44-yard line. And it looks like down here on the sideline for Lex, we might be seeing Dylan Jamison getting warmed up to play quarterback on this next drive for the Minutemen as the Rams off the right side, going nowhere, maybe losing a couple there as it was, uh, again, Lucas Warren. Seems to be getting the bulk of the carries in this second half. That'll set up third and long. They lost two there. Well, they lost they lost one, Nick. Third and 11 coming up. 9.15 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen leading 43-0 in an absolute downpour. <laughs> Poor and Kayla. She looks so depressed down there. <laughs> she does look very sad. <laughs> sad and lonely. Meanwhile, we're up here in the toasty press box, dry and eating Heather Polly brownies. 8.50 to go in the ball game. Four, or third down and 11, and Madison going to run up the middle. Gain of about two or three there right up the middle for Hutchison this time. And that will bring up fourth down. Fourth and about eight coming up. I'd imagine Madison leave their offense out there. I mean, 43 nothing. And they will. To hold back. You're right. It's week nine, Nick. Can't hold anything back now. 8.15 to go. And somewhere Derek Lazier is rolling around laughing. I think he's still down here. What a trooper. Yeah. 8.05 to go. <laughs> Madison going to go for it. Fourth and eight at their own 46-yard line. And under center goes Kuhn. He will drop back the pass, and he's going to have to throw, and he had to throw it so quickly because the Minutemen were in there that he was not able to sync up with his receiver and throws it wide of Stupka, 
It'll be first and 10. Minutemen take over at the Madison 46-yard line. So, again, Madison unable to cross midfield there. And the Minutemen will take over, led by sophomore quarterback. Dylan Jamison, I believe, is going to come out and run things for the Minutemen on this drive. At least I saw him warming up here. I'm waiting for the huddle to break. And he is down there calling the play. Yeah. So good to get him some reps. He got some reps against Ontario week one. Yeah. Also another shutout for the Minutemen. This rain just consistently just falling right now. Not really, the, the wind is dead. And Jamison going to go pistol with two wide to the left. He's going to send Carter Newman in motion. He will hand it off to the up man and breaking through a hole and getting into the secondary to the 30 and down to about the 27. And I don't have a roster. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the one time I don't have a roster for the Minutemen, the second and third stringers are in there getting carries. And a good one, too, all the way down to the 27, well, 28. No, 27. We're going to have to get this fixed here. I believe that was. Cooper Dribblebiss. And it was. Cooper Dribblebiss. Thank you, Ernie. First and 10, Jameson takes the snap off the left side and out to about the 21, I believe, and I think that was Owen Roth that time for the Minutemen as I try to find my backup roster here. <laughs> Ernie shoveling the water out by the bucket here in the press box. Good run there from Roth, a six-yard gain on first down, <clears throat> setting up a second and four. Under six minutes to go in the ball game now here at Madison as Dylan Jamison trying to lead this Minuteman offense down for yet another score. And he takes a low snap, gives it off to Roth. He's going to dance around and go up the middle, and he fumbles the football. And there's a uh, scramble for it, and I think Madison might have this one. There is a Minuteman down on the bottom of the pile, but Madison – Comes up with it, but I, maybe they blew that. <clears throat> Excuse me. They Oh, no, they did just signal. Gotcha. Madison football. I thought initially they blew the play dead. But it will be Madison football at the 21-yard line. Their own 21. And Lex calling a timeout? Well, I think – I'm not sure. I don't know, Nick. Let me uh, – Yeah, I think they're trying to set up. Uh, they did take they, a timeout. I think they're trying to set up who they want to come in. Uh, maybe get some backup backups. Wise, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, Minutemen do take a quick timeout here. Although that is odd, Nick, because on a change of possession, they would have had 60 seconds. So, they have one timeout left. Of course, they're not going to need it at this point. 5.20 to go in the football game, and Lexington with a 43-0 lead going for their second shutout of the season. And now the uh, third time that they've scored 40 or more this year. They did it in all three of their wins. 
They did it tonight. They did it at Mount Vernon, and they did it week one against Ontario. So there's a theme there. If Lex scores 40, they're likely going to win. But you can say that about a lot of football teams. Under center goes Kuhn. He will hand it off to one of his two H-backs there. And up the middle, Hutchison will pick up three. Second and seven. Coming up for Madison, five minutes remaining, and the clock is rolling under five now. 43-0, Lex on top. They'll improve to three and six on the year. They will end OCC play with a two and four record, which would be good enough, I believe, for fifth place in the OCC ahead of Mount Vernon and Madison. But if you win next week, none of that matters because you'd be in the playoffs if you can beat River Valley. Kuhn under center again. He'll hand it off again up the middle. Hutchison is going to fall forward for a gain of about four or five. Yeah, close to a first. Second down, or excuse me, third down and third and one coming up. A gain of six there for Hutchison. And, Nick, I was saying in the pregame show that this is not a Minuteman ball club you really want to play if you're like a six seed and they get in as an 11. Mm -hmm. that's not. This is not a team you want to mess around with. Yeah, with how good their defense is and how well they run the football, I mean that is really well. And after tonight too, they're going to be set. They're going to be back in second place in scoring in the OCC, behind of course West Holmes, so they can put up points. And up the middle, Hutchison again with a long carry out to the 39. This time, that's good for a first down. 3:35 to go in the ball game. Madison just running the clock out here. As the Minutemen defense, a lot of second stringers out there trying to make a big play late in this game. It is first and 10 from the 39. Kuhn back under center for the Rams. He takes the snap. He gives off the right side and bottled up. And... Possibly losing a yard was, again, Warren. And we had to take the windows out of the press box up here. And uh, safe to say, this is YouTube material, trying to get them back in. As Ernie Perkins up here trying to just don't drop it out the window. That's the main thing. Yeah. That would be bad. <laughs> this is like putting together a jigsaw <laughs> puzzle. As the Rams come out second and 10 from their own 39-yard line, Kuhn under center, and he will give and up the middle for what the first that? time tonight. That looks like a, a big guy running the football there. And for the first time tonight, Nick, I, was that Michael Lloyd? I cannot tell. My roster is yeah, It was is 32, toast. yeah. And it was. So Lloyd with his first carry of the game. I almost feel unsafe up here as Ernie tries to put these windows back in. I don't think uh, I'm going to. There's the first one. They, they got the first to two in there. 140 to go in the ballgame. Third and two coming up here for Madison. Kuhn takes the snap, give, and it's Lloyd again off the left side this time. Nice spin Man. move, and he fights out of a couple of tackles and over midfield for the first time tonight. Madison 
with a first down. And, and Lloyd's a he's a big kid running the football back there. And to be exact, he is 6'1", 215, a senior. One ten to go, and Ernie is bound to drop this window out of the press box and onto a poor fan down below. This is not looking good. I don't like this. I'm more worried he's going to break oh, the window now geez. before he drops it. And on the first down play, Madison with a big play down the far sideline. <laughs> and for the first time tonight again, another first-time ball carrier, Zach Dodd, if I can read my water-stained roster. And we may only have one more play from scrimmage here coming up from Madison with 25 seconds left. Clock is rolling. They've got the ball as far as they've had it tonight at the Lexington 37. Kuhn under center, 15 seconds left. Takes the snap, give Lloyd again up the middle, and he bounces it outside, and he's going to be ripped down and tackled, and a nice tackle there by Fagan, Jamarian Fagan, and that is how the ball game will end. A great performance tonight by Lexington. They did exactly what they had to do. They come into Star Tech Stadium and punch Madison right in the mouth right away. They leave no doubt, and they walk out of here with their second shutout of the season, a 43 to nothing win for the Minutemen here at Madison. We will take just a quick one- or two-minute break here. We'll come back with full game stats and scores from around the area, and we'll try to get out of here before more rain comes down. Exactly. On fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. 
This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Lexington with a big 43-0, much-needed shutout win here at Madison to end OCC play in the 2021 season. The Minutemen improved to 3-6 and six on the year. They are 2-4 and four in the OCC, and that is where they will finish in the conference with only River Valley remaining. And River Valley stands in the way of Lexington and their playoff hopes. The short moral of the story is you win next week and you're in to the playoffs. And Lexington will uh, prepare that way this week, I'm sure. And we're going to have a great one for you next week as Lexington finishes Week 10 at home against River Valley, who they shut out two years ago in Week 10, 28 to nothing. So hopefully a similar performance next week as uh, to two years ago. Uh, back here on the fearthevillage.com post-game show, Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And uh, safe to say, uh, the Minutemen just got it done every way tonight. Uh, defense, offense, special teams was good. Yeah. Um, and they – Get out of here with a 43-0 victory, and Nick can uh, sort of paint the picture statistically for you here at uh, Ram Field. Yeah, I mean, it was just uh, overall great performance on both sides of the football from Lexington tonight. Uh, total offense had 346 yards of total offense tonight, so uh, just a big game overall from, from the offense. Great job from that O-line up front. Paved the way for 251 yards of rushing offense overall. Actually, ironically enough, Lexington only threw one pass in the second half, and it was an an incompletion. So only had 95 yards total of of offense through the air. Um, Lex held Madison to less than 150 yards of offense, only 130 yards of offense, uh, 96 yards rushing, 34 through the air. Uh, Penalties, a killer for Madison. Eight penalties for 80 yards. Lex kept it clean in that second half. Even though it was a quick one, they still kept it clean. Only four only four penalties uh, for 35 yards. Lex did have the one turnover late in the game, the fumble. Uh, but other than that, a clean game despite the conditions getting a little sloppy there. Uh, Lex did a good job holding on to the football. 
22 first downs for the men to men to, to Madison six. Uh, I mean, but I mean, th it was all about Carson Berry tonight. 16 carries, 149 yards, five touchdowns, all in the first half for Carson. Uh, just did a great job running the ball, seeing the field well, made some great cuts. Uh, and then also for the men that got into the playbook, uh, scoring column anyway, Corbin Green had the touchdown uh, in the third quarter. Uh, but overall, just a, just a dominant performance on both sides. It's great to gain that momentum going into River Valley next week because that is definitely not going to be an easy one. River Valley, a very tough squad. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty much you're, you win, you're in. If you lose, it's just kind of in fate's hands to make that playoffs to go to week 11. So really you'd love to see Lex go on a two-game win streak and then go into the playoffs with on a high note. So. Uh, scores from around North Central Ohio as we take a look at the VSBN Radio scoreboard. <clears throat> uh, West Holmes and Ashland in a close one, 14-7. Not sure if that game got delayed, uh, but we think it might have gotten off to a late start, and then there hasn't been any scoring updates in quite a while, so maybe a delay there at Ashland, I'm not sure. Maslin over Worcester, 31 to nothing, and Mansfield Senior beats Mount Vernon, 26-6. to and the Moac, it was uh, still in progress. Ontario leads Pleasant 24-21. Uh, Lex needs Ontario to win that one uh, because I don't think Ontario is going to win next week. Uh, Shelby over River Valley 47-13. So River Valley going to come in wounded next week to Lexington for week 10. Lima Central Catholic 35, Galleon 7, and Clear Fork uh, just ahead of Marion Harding right now 15-10. Colonel Crawford, 28. Bucyrus, 0. Seneca East, 33. Upper Sandusky, 7. Carey, 29. Winford, 7. Mohawk, 13. Buckeye Central, 6. Uh, in the KMAC. Cardington leads Fredericktown, 14-8. It was Danville and Mount Gilead. They're actually tied right now at 21. Centerburg gives Northmore their first loss of the year, 14-12. It was East Knox, 27. Highland, 20. And the Firelands, Mapleton, 8. And Monroeville, 6. It was Western Reserve 14, South Central 9. Uh, just a couple other scores of note here. Hillsdale leads Waynedale 31-20. And uh, uh, let's see here. Willard shut out by Oak Harbor 34-0. Lucas comes back and puts a whooping on uh, Fort Loramie. Actually, they led the whole game, but it was <laughs> close for a little while. Uh, but they end up winning 31-8. Uh, and then Clyde beats Norwalk 41-14. <clears throat> Here at StarTech Stadium, Ram Field, Madison High School in Mansfield, Ohio. It was Lexington 43, Madison 0. And um, as we've talked about all night, Nick, you got Week 10, River Valley coming in. You win, you're in the playoffs. It's as simple as that uh, for the Minutemen. So they'll be preparing for a huge game next week against the Vikings. Special thank you to Kayla and Rachel Durbin braving the elements down there, mainly in the second half was when all the rain came and the damage was done. Uh, but thank you to them for getting all the great uh, footage and pictures and all the stuff you see on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, at VSBN Radio, Fear the Village, uh, anywhere on those platforms. Thank you to Nick Lazier, my broadcast partner as always, uh, statistician, color commentator, uh, one final time here from Madison. I'm Corey Durbin saying Lexington, a big win tonight, a shutout, second of the year, 43 to nothing over Madison. 
We'll talk to you next week from Lex, where the Minutemen get set to take on the River Valley Vikings pregame show at 640. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. And we'll talk to you next week from Lex.